Today is the 11th day of October. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is great to be here with you from the Piedmont area of Georgia. I hope it's a lovely day wherever you might be on this big blue planet that we call home. Today has us diving into our work week, but it doesn't matter what we're diving into because the rhythm continues. God's Word speaks into our lives every day as we dive deep each and every day, taking a spot of time just to check in to what the Lord desires to speak to us personally through our time in the psalm is very refreshing and it helps us to navigate the challenges of each day before us. If you are new to this daily reading of the psalms, welcome. Sit back and enjoy God's word pouring into your life. So we've been reading from the Living Bible this week which actually just started yesterday, but that's what we'll read all this week. Are you ready to head into the heart of the book of Psalms? Today we will journey through Psalm 11, Psalm 41, Psalm 71, Psalm 101, and Psalm 131. But first, as we do every day, let's invite the Lord to be our guide. Father in heaven, Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for drawing us near to you, Lord. We do come humbly into your presence right now, and we so desire to draw near to you. We are looking to you for comfort. We are looking to you for direction of how to live life. We are looking to you for wisdom. We know that you are listening to our prayers And you are working out details even now. As we journey into your living word, spark joy inside of us. Infuse us with your peace, a peace that surpasses everything here on earth, that calms our minds, calms our hearts, and allows us to experience peace and joy in the journey. We open our minds and we open our hearts to you today. And we desire that your Holy Spirit would be at work inside of us, transforming us. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 11, a Psalm of David. I trust in the Lord for protection. So why do you say to me, fly like a bird to the mountain for safety? The wicked are stringing their bows and fitting their arrows on the bowstrings. They shoot from the shadows at those whose hearts are right. The foundation of law and order have collapsed. What can the righteous do? But the Lord is in His holy temple, and the Lord still rules from heaven. He watches everyone closely, examining every person on earth. The Lord examines both the righteous and the wicked. He hates those who love violence. He will rain down blazing coals and burning sulfur on the wicked, punishing them with scorching winds. For the righteous Lord loves justice. The virtuous will see his face. Psalm 41, a Psalm of David. Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. He gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health. O Lord, I prayed, have mercy on me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. 
But my enemies say nothing but evil about me. How soon will he die and be forgotten, they ask. They visit me, as if they were my friends, but all the while they gather gossip, and when they leave they spread it everywhere. All who hate me whisper about me, imagining the worst. He has some fatal disease, they say. He will never get out of that bed. Even my best friend, the one I trusted completely, the one who shared my food has turned against me. Lord, have mercy on me. Make me well again so I can pay them back. I know you are pleased with me, for you have not let my enemies triumph over me. You have preserved my life because I am innocent. You have brought me into your presence forever. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Psalm 71 O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me and rescue me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me and set me free. Be my rock of safety where I can always hide. Give the order to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. My God, rescue me from the power of the wicked, from the clutches of the cruel oppressors. O Lord, you alone are my hope. I've trusted you, O Lord, from childhood. Yes, you have been with me from birth. From my mother's womb you have cared for me. No wonder I am always praising you. My life is an example to many because you have been my strength and protection. That is why I can never stop praising you. I declare your glory all day long. And now in my old age, don't set me aside. Don't abandon me when my strength is failing. For my enemies are whispering against me. They are plotting together to kill me. They say, God has abandoned him. Let's go and get him, for no one will help him now. Oh God, don't stay away. My God, please hurry to help me. Bring disgrace and destruction on my accusers. Humiliate and shame those who want to harm me. But I will keep on hoping for your help. I will praise you more and more. I will tell everyone about your righteousness. All day long, I will proclaim your saving power, though I am not skilled with words. I will praise your mighty deeds, O Sovereign Lord. I will tell everyone that you alone are just. O God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do. Now that I am old and gray, do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things. Who can compare with you, O God? You have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. You will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Then I will praise you with music on the harp, because you are faithful to your promises, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O Holy One of Israel. I will shout for joy and sing your praises, for you have ransomed me. 
I will tell about your righteous deeds all day long, for everyone who tried to hurt me has been shamed and humiliated. Psalm 101, a Psalm of David. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile or vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 131, a song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem, a psalm of David. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I don't concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calmed and quieted myself like a weaned child who no longer cries for its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord, now and always. As of today, we are a little over one-third of the way through our month-long journey into the book of Psalms. As of today, we have actually gone through, navigated through, 55 of the 150 Psalms that make up this book. And there is so much here, and it is so encouraging to know that something that was written over 2,000 years ago is still very relevant to our journey and our struggles today. And yes, God does have a plan, and His Word is everlasting. That means it's without end, of course, but a lot of times man, in his infinite wisdom, says the Bible is just a fairy tale. Friends, it is not a fairy tale. This is my most treasured possession, God's Word. It helps me navigate through life. Because right now, there are so many challenges for your family, for my family, for the families around us, be it at work, in our neighborhood, in our community. It is by joining together and speaking God's truth to each other, to encourage each other, that is what will keep us strong. And right now, it really does seem as there is a war on those who believe in the Lord God that we are being divided. And through a lot of different manipulative mental exercises, and hopefully the spirit of discernment has been given to you. And if you're not sure that you have received that gift from the Lord, I encourage you to get before the Lord and to humbly ask that He would instill within you 
the sense of discernment so that you would be able to read between the lines of what is happening here on this earth. As we, as a person, dives into the book of Revelation, it is very mind-blowing to see that a lot of the things that are happening here on a global stage now are actually spoken of in the book of Revelation because I always thought in my life, well, okay, Lord, when you come back, that's going to be awesome. But I don't see how the things that are written in the book of Revelation could possibly have any bearing on my life. You know, that's what I thought in the 1970s and the 1980s and even into the 1990s because there will be a global system, a global control, a global reset. Hmm, where have we heard that word, global reset? And there will be a new world order. And yeah, that's a real thing. That's apparently been a thing to be talked about since the 1980s. And I guess I just had my head in the sand or I was not, quote unquote, informed as to that being a, a situation. But the whole purpose of a new world order is that there will be a global governance that tells the people how to live their life. So there will not be the United States and Britain and Germany and Israel and Russia, China, Japan. It will be one global economy. It will be one global church, one global religion. There will not be the divisions that we see of Hindu, Islam, Christian, Jew, and even within the Christian group of, say, the Catholics and the Protestants. It will all be one global belief system. And, you know, honestly, that does not sit well with me because there's only one God that I will bow my knee to, and that is the Lord Jesus. That's it. None other. And I think that we are at that place. We are at a crossroads. And that is just my personal belief based on studying God's Word, being in the book of Revelation, studying the book of Daniel. And listening to my pastor's messages and then going and fact-checking them. Because just because a man says, blah, blah, yada, yada, the Bible says, okay, friends, it is our responsibility to know what is in the Bible and not to believe any man, even a man who has stood in the pulpit for 35 years. There is will be many in the last days who are deceived and who will fall away from the faith. And I think a lot of us think that won't be me, but it's a slow fade. It's a slow fade. It's not one day you wake up, one day you're all excited about the Lord and the Bible, and then the next day you wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm done with that and moving on to the next thing. It's a chipping away. It's, you know... It's daily choices and decisions that will take us either towards the Lord and worship of the only true God, or that will take us away and in an opposite direction. There is a meme that I saw today on Facebook, and I want to read it because it is so important. 
if Satan can talk angels out of heaven, he can talk you into hell. Be careful what voices you listen to. Yes, this is true. We need to be in God's Word. We need to fact check everything. And yes, and then we need to pray and then pray some more before we make choices and decisions. Choices and decisions that are taking us either away from God or taking us deeper in more intimate relationships with God. Maranatha. Heavenly Father, again and again and again, so often we pray this prayer. Thank you for your word, for the gift that you have given us. We say it again because there isn't enough times that we could say it. Thank you for your word and for the gift that it is, the counsel that it brings, the truth that it orientates us to. Thank you for being kind and giving us this your beautiful word, the Holy Scriptures. Even more, thank you for the gift of your Son. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you for our eternal lives. Thank you for redeeming and restoring us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides and comforts us. And we invite you, Holy Spirit, to lead us into all truth as you have promised to do. We thank you for this new week. We consecrate it to you. We ask that it will not be we who live, but Christ that lives within us in this coming week. We pray that we pause and that we listen to the guidance of the scriptures and with the power of your Holy Spirit live this week well to represent you, our King, well, to be ambassadors of the King and the kingdom this week well in all that we do and all that we say in every posture of heart and every situation this week, whether it be private or whether they be interactions with other people, create in us a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within us. We pray in Jesus' name, by His authority, by His power, by His victory, we pray. Amen. Wow, the last couple of weeks have just been really amazing as we continue to pray and bring things before the Lord and pray together as a community. The Lord is moving. We saw Him moving in Nanette's life, who had gone to Duke University to find out exactly what was going on in her body and if it was indeed a spinal leak, which is a big deal, and glory to be to God, it is not. Okay, it is something else, but the something else can be dealt with and is not detrimental as the spinal leak would be. And then we've seen what the Lord has done with the Chapman family and what he continues to do. And yes, there are still a lot of variables in the Chapman family life that do need to get worked out. And we are looking to the Lord to make each one of those things happen, especially their home in Maui that is still in limbo, and they don't really know how that's all going to pan out. But we know that our God is a good God all the time. And so they are trusting and they are believing that the Lord has a plan for that piece of property, for that home, and that He has somebody who wants to live in that home, and He's going to work it all out. And once that happens, then they will be in a position to be looking for a home here in the Atlanta area. And even now, the Lord knows exactly which house that He 
has selected for their new home here in Atlanta. And yes, they are trusting the Lord even in that. So let's go and continue praying for those that we have been praying for. And I am working on getting updates so that I can tell you about what is happening and what the Lord is doing. So first of all, we have Carol, who is still in the hospital. This is Dan's mom. And yes, she had COVID and she had it a really serious case. But while she was in the hospital, they also noted that she had deterioration of her faculties and that she would not be able to live alone anymore. She would need to have somebody live with her or she would have to live with somebody. So before they could actually make that happen, she ended up back in the hospital. And so Dan is just asking that we would petition the Lord, that the Lord would be very clear in leading the family as to how they need it to walk with Carol in these days of her life, be it long-term or short-term. And continued prayers for Laura and her husband who live in Japan. Laura struggles with vertigo and a lot of chronic pain, and they're not getting answers that are solutions. They're getting Band-Aids or they're getting blown off. I'm sorry, I don't know another way to say it. They're being told that it's all in her head. Duh. Hello, that's what vertigo is. It is all in your head. But anybody who has ever dealt with vertigo knows that this is not something that you want to have to battle on a daily situation. And also in the journey for Laura to find answers, that the Lord would keep drawing her husband, who is not a believer, to into his mercy and into his grace, that he would call this young man's name, and that this young man would choose Christ for his personal Lord and Savior. Continued prayers for Ralph and for Stella. Ralph is still struggling with pain as he is trying to get more mobile, and they are doing outpatient physical therapy with him, so he is having to leave the house, which means he has to get out of bed, and all of it is painful, so that the Lord would be working within Ralph's brain and the pain receptors, and that because our Lord made us, He knows exactly what is necessary to bring those pain receptors back into the proper place so that Ralph will be able to get stronger. Because honestly, when you are hurting, it is really hard to move. It is really hard to make yourself do the things you know that you need to do and to actually follow through. And you know, as somebody, as a spouse who has to watch a loved one going through this and doing this battle, it is very hard. It is very hard to stay strong. And so we just need to continue to pray for encouragement and for others to come around Stella and to lift her up and to encourage her. And yes, even to make her laugh. Our next one that we are praying for are Jennifer and Chris, who are missionaries in Africa. And they're stuck stateside right now because both of them have not been able to test negative for COVID at the same time. And they are required to have a negative COVID test before they can get on an airplane and fly back to their mission in Africa. And the last one that we are praying for today is Josh, who has been struggling just because that lack of sense of being able to smell and to be able to taste 
really impacts his life in a way that it might not impact your life or my life. He is a chef, and um, he cannot do his job if he's not able to taste the food to make sure that it tastes right before it goes out to the customer. And a lot of times, it is the scent that is a key indicator to how food is prepared and is ready at a specific time. So let's continue to pray that the Lord have mercy and have grace on Josh as the Lord is doing exactly what needs to be done for Josh's life so that Josh will be able to provide for his family. He has five children and a wife, and the, several of the children are still in Thailand with the with his wife. And the plan is for them to come to the United States in January. And of, of course, that's God willing. Now, if you would like to be added to our prayer list, and yes, it might sound redundant every day, but the whole purpose of this is for, it's a reminder for us to lift these people up to the throne of mercy and grace, to ask for the Lord to do what He does best, and that is work within our lives so that He will be glorified and that we will have a testimony of all that the Lord God has done in our life. And yes, we heard of that in our Psalms today. We want to be able to tell people, this is what the Lord has done for me. And if He will do it for me, He will do it for you. We have to believe. And it is by our testimony and the blood of the Lamb that many will be saved. Now, if you want to get on our prayer list, the best way to do that is to send us an email at psalmscast.com. That way you can give us details if you would like to. If you prefer to call or to text, the number is 470-240-1509 in the United States. If you use WhatsApp, the number is slightly different. It's one 470 1509. And you can also connect through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. And that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.